Welcome to Prepare to Care, the ARP podcast with resources and tools to support the millions of family caregivers who provide unpaid care to their loved ones. I'm Marie Pierre, your host for this podcast. So this week we're interviewing a very special guest, Raymond, my dad, who came from France to share his story of learning to care for each other from afar. Um, long distance caregiving can be very challenging for both parties involved, uh, but technology, planning ahead, and a little creativity can make it much easier for families to stay in touch um, and to be helpful for each other, even when we live very far apart. So if you don't think you can learn something about being creative when taking care of your loved ones from far away, I'm encouraging you to think again. Coming up on Prepare to Care. So, Raymond, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. Glad to be here. All right. So, um, here's a little bit of background. I moved from the from France to live in the United States some 30 years ago. And I was in my 20s, and I was not really thinking about what would happen later down the road. And here I am now in my mid-50s. Um, my parents are both in their late 70s. And... Um, and so, Raymond, can you tell us, where do you live? My wife and I, we live in Agde, in the, the south of France. Right. France. And yeah. you live by yourself? I, we live by ourselves, yeah. Okay. So, obviously, we do not live next to each other. Um, I call you guys twice a week. And, um, and so, we've had some conversations about how I can help you. Um, and one of the conversation that you and I had recently was, well, you know, have you made plans? Like if there's a medical emergency with you or mom, um, who can help you? Or you, have you thought about that? Uh, I know you guys are very independent. So can you share your plans with us? Okay. We live far from our children, but we are not alone. We have a, a good friends, a lot of uh, good friends and neighbors. and. Uh, with whom we can share our problems. And we often discuss of our problem. And if something arrives in our life, we can share, uh, we, can, uh, we can be helped by them. Right. Okay, so no problem. So Raymond is bringing a, a very good point here, which is, you know, when you don't have uh, somebody very close, you need to include like a family member you need to include local people in your team. And, and I happen to know that uh, they're very active socially and they have a lot of people. And I have met some of those people, which personally gives me a sense of comfort um, that maybe I can reach out to them if something happened. But my parents themselves are, are getting organized. So for, for those whose, whose caregivers are not as independent, I guess it's important to find those local resources. And if you've been listening to our podcast, um, there's a lot that you can do uh, using ARP or other um, agencies to find out local resources. Um, Raymond, uh, have you discussed plans with people on the ground? Yes, my wife's friend has yet proposed to help us if there is a problem. Cooking, helping us, or uh, going to uh, the hospital or something like that. So we are very well prepared if something arrives in our life. And I think that you had shared with me that where you live, like if you need help with cooking, there's yeah. actually like a, 
uh, a home delivery service yeah. that can help you in delivering yeah, meals. Maybe it would be possible we prefer some uh, friends cooking for us because it would, I think it would be better. You know, we have never tried to be to be served by the the community for the meals, so prefer to be helped by our friend and neighbor. We have two neighbors, and actually, they take care of our turtles because we have a lot of turtles at home, and they want they must to be fed. So we ask them. So, so they are so not alone, and we none with us. We are not right. alone. Right. So you're not alone. You have people helping you and they're helping yeah. you with your pets right now. Okay, yeah. And you think if you need help cooking or when mom was, was hurt, you know, they dropped by and they helped you. Um, so um, how do you stay connected with us? I mean, I know we call. You like that? Yeah. Since our children have been abroad, we have never been so close. They all, uh, what they call very Sunday, every Sunday, they call us or uh, they send some emails. So, some, I, every Sunday at seven o'clock for us and midday for her, for uh, our daughter, the, she sends an email or she calls us. So it's regular. Yeah, it's regular. And when, they... when when we we hear the call, the the ring of the telephone, we show, we know you know, it's seven o'clock and she calls. That's right. So and, and I call twice a week. Then. Yes, of I course. I call on Sunday. When and you I are call... boring, when you are boring in your <laughs> in your school, you when, say, when I'm bored at work. Sometimes, sometimes my daughter called us and I mean, what happens? I nothing, just to call to you. Okay. Okay. So, do you like that I call twice? Of course. A week? You of do. Course. Okay. It's a pleasure. Okay. Um. So. Um. So right now, um, you guys are doing well. I mean, uh, you know, you, you actually took a long walk this afternoon. You're very active. You're active in your community. Yeah. Um, what plans have you discussed or not discussed, you know, if something happens to one of you? Uh, as I was told you, we live in a town where everything has been proposed to the seniors. Meals, gardening, and uh, a lot of things, we call car if you need to go somewhere. You know, when I'll be uh, 90, I will not be able to drive my car because of my driving license will, will will stop. Okay, so there will be I, I will be helped by the others to go uh, in Montpellier, the big town, or to go to the hospital if it's necessary. But we have a very good hospital in the Ad, so everything is. Right. Yeah. So the, the point that I want to make here is it, it's a constant reassessment. We've had, as a family, we've had multiple conversations. Yeah. And those conversations have been difficult at times because none of us want to think that, uh, you know, that our parents are aging, that we are aging. That, you know, for a while I thought that my, uh, my foster sister who is near them was going to help and then she had a stroke and she's not going to help. And so um, it's a constant reassessment of the situation. What I see for, for my parents, at least, is um, with us not being on the ground, with my foster sister not being able to help, they had to go in and extend more toward resources that are local resources. So that's something else that can be done. Um, Raymond, do you worry about the future? My wife has a worry about the future okay because she's scared what will happen if my if i die will she uh, will she be a, a strong enough to live alone 
But for myself, I have no problem. I, my future is in front of me and I wait and see, as the English people say. Okay. But they will not have no problem. Right. So I, I think that that is something that, that we've seen in the family. I'm more like my mom, I worry. Yeah. And I'm a planner and I want to make sure that things are taken care of. And my dad is someone who reacts to the situation. Yeah. And, and, you know, and so I think that we see these two styles uh, to, going on. I think that one of the things that is important when we plan for these things is to be realistic and also to be creative. And what we're seeing in our situation is that mix of being realistic and being creative. Yeah. So being realistic is to bring up all these conversations with family members. Um, being creative is, you know, how do you identify resources locally? How do you talk to friends and relatives? How can you reach sometimes to people that maybe you would have thought about? Yeah. And what I've seen with you is you've developed a lot of relationships locally. Um, now, is there anything that, that, uh, that you think I could do to help you right now? I don't know if you can some, if you do something to help us for now because you live so far from us. Right. But I know that if there is a problem, you, you take the fly and you come to visit us and to help us. It's that in, the, in the past you have done it and it was very appreciated. No one has changed our uh, house. Uh, when you, you moved your yeah, house. Moved, yeah. Yeah, when I moved to the south, you were in the north of France with us to help us. So it was very good. You drove the car, you drove the, you drove the car from Dunkirk to Agde. You, you crossed Paris with the car. We have never do, done it, but it was wonderful. Uh, but now, don't be, don't worry because we are very well. And if you need something, uh, we call you okay. and you come. Okay. Right. All right. So here's the plan, guys. You jump to the fly, and you <laughs> there you are. All right. So here's the plan, guys. If something happens, I will yeah. fly there. It will take me about 48 hours to get there, but we've done it before. And um, and I actually, um, I I must share um, with with our listeners here that I do feel a sense of accomplishment when I've yeah. helped my parents. Yeah. Uh, like they said, moving from uh, you know they sold their home to go to another home. And, uh, and one time, you know, when my mom, um, you know, uh, hurt herself and, and I yeah. flew and visited. So um, I do feel accomplished. Um, for our listeners um, who maybe um, are wondering um, about what can be done, do you have a, a piece of advice from your point of view, from, from people who live far away from their children? Mm -hmm. What is your piece of advice? First, I must say, we, more, we, will, we must also leave by our own, you know, the children are not, are not been made to help us, okay. you know, we have children and as I always say that when uh, children are, needs to go abroad, we must leave them, right. and we're not, a bird fly away from the nest, so the children must fly away from the house too, okay. it's their life. The children also we are abroad or far from their parents because uh, our children, all the children are not abroad but they're in the United States that sometimes very far from their parents. So they must remember, they will not forget, but 
The parents must accept the situation. As I told you, the birds fly from the, the nest and the children fly from the house. So, 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 so my be dad... Be independent. Right. Be independent. Parents, be independent. I'm sure your, your, your children will not forget you. Okay, but you must leave them going away. Okay. It's for them. So, so here, here you have it, folks. My dad is a fiercely independent person. He's yeah. insisting he doesn't need any help. And if your children are living abroad, you cannot ask them for too much help. They are going to be flying from the nest. So, yeah. and, and this, I think, is the, is the kind of conversation that's going on in a lot of, of places. Because yeah. I think I'm, as your daughter, I want to care for you. I want to be there for you. Okay. And I had not planned when I was 20 that I was not going to be there for you. Oh. So, you know, these are things that I think a lot of people are facing this way. A lot of us are leaving. There's almost like a little bit of guilt to not be there for our parents. Our parents are being independent people and they're toughing it up. And the, the meeting in between, if I have any advice for any listeners to just keep having those conversations. Yeah, sure. um, the, the other piece of advice that I have is uh, take advantage of technology. Um, for us, uh, technology means, um, you know, it, it's the telephone, you know, and it's, you know, my mom has tablet. Um, I am able to email her information. Uh, recently, you know, she came for a doctor's appointment recently and we were able to access technology here for medical condition for her. And, um, and I think that was very much appreciated. So, um, um, Raymond, any last words? I, I must say that everyone needs uh, to dialogue with the other and the parents need to di dialogue with their children and the children need to dialogue with the parents. And I remember once my daughter called my wife to know, to know the receipt of a strawberry pie. Hi. So she, she needs a to be helped recipe, by her yeah. mother. Yeah, I mean, she needs to be helped by her mother. And sometimes the mother called to my daughter to say, what happened? What can I do? Uh, so so the, the dialogue is every day, every day, or every week, or every twice week. a week, or third week or day. No, the life is in front of us, like in front of our children. And I must say that we are close to our daughter we're more close to our daughter than we are from our uh, son. And we live in the same country, but that's right. not and, the same problem. And I think you bring a very good point. It's like distance uh, doesn't mean uh, that that a person cares less. No. Like my dad says, I, I happen to live a, a, across an ocean from my parents, yeah. but I happen to be you know, very close to them and I care with them. My, my brother, who is, who is closer geographically, you know, you know, cannot help as much. So, um, so I, I think that for me, I agree with Raymond that the dialogue is so very important with families. Yeah. So um, if you are listening out there, um, I'm really encouraging families to start those dialogues, yeah. to start the dialogues early, to keep up with them. Um, as a family, we had one of those dialogues two days ago over lunch. And, and it's tough sometimes because neither one of us 
want to think you know of a future that might have some things that aren't pleasant so um so this is uh, this is it for today folks um again um i want to summarize uh, we, we learned a great deal today about uh, and heard two sides of, of one yeah. coin uh, but inside a family what it's like to care for each other um so we've been talking with my dad raymond about the challenges and creative ways to take care of each other um, if you would like to find out more resources about long distance caregiving and other creative solutions for taking care of your loved ones, I'm encouraging you to visit the AARP website. That's www.aarp.org slash Houston. Um, and there are some wonderful blogs and resources in there. Next week on Prepare to Care podcast, so we've all seen these movies where someone writes their will on the back of a napkin to be found years later in a hidden location. Well, that doesn't work, folks. Um, Crystal Jenkins from the South Texas College of Law will show us why that's not a good plan and why you and your family should plan for the future before it's too late. So that's next week on Prepare to Care. In the meantime, invite your friends to follow along by downloading the Prepare to Care podcast we're on iTunes and SoundCloud or at www.arp.org forward slash Houston. Thanks for listening and as always, thanks for caring.